Hello, everyone. Thank you to our latest in our podcast series. My name is David Apple, head of the SaaS vertical here at Sage Intech, and I'm host of the Modern SaaS Finance Podcast. We created this for you, CFOs, controllers, FP&A, RevOps, members of the finance community, and fast-growth SaaS companies that are looking for peers and answers in order to get better. We discuss subscription usage billing models, RevRec, SaaS metrics, forecasting, the key functions that you need to drive the cash flow and the trajectory of a firm on its path to IPO. I, I'm so happy about today's guest joining me. He's a very successful venture capitalist in this space and building the companies that you want to use, but also guiding as to how to think about it. Robert Antonidis is a founder of uh, Information Ventures, one of the top venture capital firms out of Toronto. And a number of his companies uh, have worked with us and I've gotten to know Robert over time. Robert, would you share with everybody a little bit about who is Information Ventures? I'd be glad to, David. Thank you for having me on the show, by the way. Of course. Uh, Information Venture Partners is a relatively small venture fund based out of Toronto. As you as you mentioned, uh, we focus on all things finance. So there's two really two legs to this stool. One is the uh, a fintech leg, B two B fintech leg, where our technologies sell into financial services, and that could be enterprise software, it could be cybersecurity, it could be pure fintech. Uh, uh, the second leg to this stool is a financial management software, financial software. So companies that are looking to transform the function of finance to make the, the CFO a more strategic part of the business and allied to the business. Uh, so those, those types of technologies, and, and our view there is quite simple. Uh, we've seen the other functional areas within an organization get the investment in technology. Uh, if you look at sales and HR and other functional areas, but finance has been a little bit slower, and we think there's mm. at least another decade or two of heavy investment to to be made to turn finance into kind of a, a, an important strategic element of the business. Well, and it's it's time, right? You are a listener. It's time. There is so much amazing information that by understanding what the financial position and how investments are paying off and what the cash flow is, that's how you drive the growth and you look forward into the company. But so what do you look forward to? What do you look for in an investment, Robert? If, if, just to add on to your point, it's long overdue, David. Uh, <laughs> we have the technology today to become predictive and prescriptive for a yeah. business, business partner. So yeah. CFOs should certainly be prioritizing investing in, in technologies. But what do I look for in a, uh, an investment? Well, we're an early stage fund. So I would say that uh, early revenues, the way we would describe it, sometimes it's 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 kind of seed or late seed. Sometimes it's series A on occasion. It's a little bit later than that. So for us, there is uh, there is a quantitative and a qualitative element to what mm. we look for. Uh, on the qualitative side, as with most VCs, we really look for solid teams. Uh, we look for a um, progressive and healthy corporate culture. And I think we, we also look uh, for evidence um, of a significant problem that they're trying to solve. Uh, so that's, uh, that's one of the things that we, we work on. Um, on a qualitative side, we're looking for revenue. We're looking for the beginnings of product market fit. And remember the previous comment that I said about a, a problem. So we're looking for a handful of customers 
and, and it all depends on, on, the, on the company, the business they're addressing, the industry they're in. But once we have a few customers, we can actually work backwards to identify what that business problem is. And that's important uh, because we, if we can identify the problem, we can use our intelligence, our research, our networks to validate that and build the investment thesis around it. So uh, if you, and, and once you do that with the right people in place, yeah, I, th I think you have the opportunity to build a, a very successful company. Well, your track record speaks for itself, but gosh, what, you know, they're so easy to say and so hard to do, but a great competent management team that trusts each other with a big market and then some strategic ways that you can uh, get the early sales traction to, to to build the business up. I think those are core fundamentals. So what are the key success factors as someone's moving from your initial investment of seed into series A? Yeah, I think the seed uh, stage is all about customers. It's mm. customer, 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 no customers, no business. It's that simple. Um, but, but when we look at the customers, we're also peeling back the layer of the onion to go back to the problem statement. Are they using it the same way? Are they delighted? As a, an early stage company, your first 10, whatever, 20 customers have to be incredibly happy with it. They have to be references. Uh, and in fact, uh, I would like them to be more than references. I'd like them to be promoters. Uh, so we're kind of looking for that, but there aren't many financial metrics at that stage. You know, CAC doesn't really mean much when you have a few customers, or it doesn't really mean much if you have uh, a long sales cycle. Like in some of our businesses, B2B uh, uh, FinTech is an example. If you're selling into a bank, it's a 12 to 24 month uh, sales cycle. That's very difficult to kind of measure. So we're not looking for those specific uh, measures we're looking for momentum that is driven by the ability of the management team the founding team to land customers uh, uh, for similar use cases um, yep. and then as we progress i think that's when we start looking at the the, the maturation of the company and uh and evidence that the flywheel is is actually spinning in effect and so we transition at that time to look at, and this is certainly after the first year, probably 18 months, we start looking at things like retention. Uh, to us, maintaining those happy customers is paramount. So logo retention is important. Uh, obviously dollar retention is equally important, and, but the best evidence is being able to land and expand within, within a, a customer. And so uh, having evidence of, of that expansion, of that upsell, of that price increase, of that increased abuse, usage or more transactions, whatever the measure is, uh, that's, that's really important to us. And eventually, you know, um, there's going to be other metrics if, as, as you approach a, a public company. Obviously, there's, there's going to be gross margin and, and uh, uh, book to bill and, and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, and in between there, that's when we start looking at the sales and marketing metrics, CAC, LTV, payback, all of those, all of those metrics uh, also come into play. But early stages, it's about building momentum. Uh, then it's it's about making sure your customers are happy. You're retaining them. You're expanding them. 
then it's about understanding your sales and marketing metrics. And then eventually it's about kind of looking more like a sustainable business model. And, and one of the things I would say, David, uh, with all of our companies, what I tell them is start tracking data, start collecting data. We don't know how we're going to need it or when we're going to need it, but start tracking it immediately. How long is your sales cycle? How long is, is each customer and each um, uh, um, uh, part of the sales cycle? What's the mean? What's the, what's the min? What's the max? You know, so we can start tracking it. Who's the buyer? What's their title? Um, you know, these are, these are important things. And I, I think uh, we, we end up using them down the road. Um, and if we're tracking them at the beginning, we have the ability to use it. If we're not tracking it, then we have to start tracking it and we lose a year or two until we actually collect that information and data. It's just amazing insights. Like there's your milestone, folks. Get those early customers that become advocates and that kind of classic Jeffrey Moore crossing the chasm. Get those pioneers and those innovators that will give you a lot of feedback on the product that will make you better and become endorsers and net promoters for you in the marketplace. And that is the solid rock foundation that you then build the growth plan on top of finding more people like them and then measure as much as you can to be able to guide back into it. So what makes a great board meeting as you are, uh, uh, you know, trying to organize and pull this together? What do you want to see from the management team, particularly the CFO who's our listener to this? Well, from the, from the, there's two elements to every board meeting that we're interested in the financial metrics and, and, uh, effectively the sales and marketing progress that we make. Uh -huh. So the CFO plays an incredibly important role here. Uh, as the company matures, we certainly expect them to present the dashboard to us, the metrics of the business that they're using to manage the business, as well as the ones that we're using to track the business. Um, and then, and, and, and then, you know, within those are those within that dashboard are the metrics that we talked about before, but there's also other ones, um, months of cash, uh, risks on any covenant exposure that we may have, things like that that are important uh, issues that we as a board may have to deal with certainly need to be aware of. And in today's environment, those are super important. You know, we don't know when our companies are going to get funded. I also tell all of my companies, if your metrics are good, even in down cycles, even in difficult times, you will get funded. People love great companies. They love performing companies. Uh, you not, may not get the valuation that you wanted. You may not get the size of round that you wanted, but people will be there to support you. Uh, and if you're, if you're not hitting your metrics, then it's going to become a bit of a winter for you. And you need to be able to prolong um, the company's life to the point where the markets turn and to the point when you can actually show and demonstrate the metrics are, eventually, are there. And that, that may take six months, it may take 24 months, whatever it might be, each business and each company is different. And as a CFO, I think you play an integral role to managing that, working with the CEO, working with sales and the other uh, areas of, of the company. Um, so that's a bit of what we expect, the reporting, the dashboards, the metrics, sales and marketing progress, yeah, pipeline, conversions, bookings. And then the second half of the meeting, is really about the strategic discussions mm. that we need to have. Mm. Uh, and every company has to have them. And then there's, there's something strategic in every board meeting. Um, maybe it's your pricing matrix. Uh, are we pricing it effectively? Uh, and CFO plays a role in that. 
um, is a churn, the churn analysis. Our, why, why is our logo churn equal to our, our, our dollar churn? You know what? I expect the logo churn to be higher. Um, some retention being probably mid-80s, whereas dollar retention probably being low 90s and net retention being hopefully around 110. Well, if we don't see that kind of um, pattern, why isn't it happening? Are we losing our bigger, bigger customers? That's not a good thing. So these are the strategic issues, the discussion that these are the issues that will be highlighted for us to have strategic discussions about. Um, and then there's, of course, staffing, headcount, especially during times like this. There is go-to-market strategies. Should we employ uh, channel partners or are we, are, is our direct strategy the right strategy? There's always these things and you can't cover it all in every board meeting. So my, my guidance has always been pick a topic or two for the strategic half of the, the business that, are, that is timely, that you need guidance on, that we need to focus on to solve to get you, uh, you know, to, to move the company forward. Mm. Got it. You know, as I asked the question, listen to your answer, we could spend, you know, hours on this very topic. But that was so succinct. Measures, strategy, people. And don't whitewash it. Be honest. Talk about things. So that's the only way to get better. But that's that gives some hard qualitative things without judgment in order to come together. Because gosh, collective trust is so important. With, Transparency, uh, David. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 will, I will tell you, there's never been a perfect company. So if you come, <laughs> you have no issues, you have no problems. Someone's lying, and I'll tell you who it is. It's not the listeners, not not the board member. It's the- <laughs> Gosh, so- I, for, for everybody listening, you know, give yourself a touch of grace. Nobody's perfect. Just do your best and be honest because, and then the, the trust allows you to then really get clear and not lie to yourself. And that's how you build great companies. I love that. What's, what's key as you're investing and as we record this, there's, ways of deploying technologies. What's what's key to deploying when you invest in a company? What are you looking for to make it as friction-free to get user adoption as fast as possible? Well, friction-free user adoption is one of those things that we are looking for, yeah. uh, certainly yeah. certainly for the financial application. So, yeah. you know, we've got a few co- companies in which we, I'm happy to talk about, New I.O., Giraffe, Procurify, all, all terrific companies, all in this segment. Uh, but, but I think... Um, uh, what we're looking for uh, there, it, look, the value proposition has to be very clear. And, and uh, CFOs and people in finance are the ones who understand value propositions. They're, they're the ones who look at the ROI. They look at the, the, the return on the uh, time and investment that it takes. Uh, they're the number crunchers. So that has to be succinct. And so, uh, or it has to be very clear. And then your deployment has to follow that. Um, so, Quick deployments, quick time to value. Time to value is really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. When the user has the ability to actually use it and, and extract uh, insight from, from the application, that's, what we're, that's really what we're trying to measure. That's, that's important. Um, and, and, and doing so as simply as one possibly can. Uh, which is a function of two things. It's a function of your customer success, your, your, your ability to actually uh, deliver as a, as a company, and it's also the partnership that you have with the customer, making sure the customer is equally committed as you are 
to making the project successful and assigning uh, the, the resources to do so effectively. If, mm. if, it's, if it's one-sided, things take too long. If it's one-sided, it doesn't work. Something goes wrong and somebody ends up upset. So let's work as a team and that should be part of, uh, uh, part of the understanding when you're selling a financial app and, and, and you're going to need the help of, of the finance team. So make, make sure you guys are on the same page length and, and working together. Again, great advice. Spawn on advice for everybody for, in this case, how to work with your chief product officer and your chief revenue officer on what are the measures to look for? What do you need to invest in? What's the outcomes that you're hoping for today in order to compete? Robert, this has been absolutely amazing. I, I enjoy every time we talk, the things we've covered about what you're looking for in investment, what a great board meeting looks like, what are the measures of success? that you're trying to do? How should a company get off the ground, be successful? Any final thoughts as we're wrapping up? Uh, look, look uh, uh, I think finance has an important role to play in the success of the company. Mm. Um, don't short, don't, don't um, sell yourself short here. Uh, <laughs> you're I think, a tremendous slouch. Uh, yeah. uh, I just, I just think that without a, a fully functioning finance department that is a partner to the business and a, 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 a partner to the CEO, um, building great companies is much more difficult. So, and, and you know, take on that responsibility, uh, enjoy the role because it's an important role. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing all this, everybody. I hope you got as much out of this as I did. And thank you for joining us. We, and make it more than just this one-time event. Join us in our Slack community, the Modern SaaS finance community, which is simply a bit.ly slash modern SaaS finance, bit.ly slash modern SaaS finance, one word, where you've got hundreds of peers talking about fundraising, business models, metrics, building a great team, helping each other out. If you wish, subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with future episodes. We're available on all the major streaming platforms. Thank you for listening. Robert, thank you for your amazing message. Everybody, please have a great day. <music>